church boys. L- no, Lucas, stop. I told you to leave that unbuttoned. You have this buttoned show, your shirt back up again. We are just two be, seconds just in before and I we hit record. Lucas buttons his shirt back up. He has a a flowery. Uh, is it are it's those got roses? Roses. On roses? It actually. The pretty little flowered shirt, and it's a button up, and he had it unbuttoned almost to his navel. <laughs> and I'm like, you're gonna help, and then he starts buttoning up. I'm think, I'm going, think ratings, man. Leave it on. I did watch a lot of Magnum PI growing up, which is one of the reasons I have a Doberman. So, oh, because 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 Higgins had the two Zeus and Apollo. That's right, Zeus and Apollo. So you know, speaking of Tom Selleck, this is not at all where we meant to start. You are so old that you're talking about Tom Selleck. I had a dream about Tom Selleck two nights ago too. By the way, okay, that is so awkward and weird. Like Tom Selleck is nineteen. You froze in nineteen eighty four. Both of you. Okay, so my. I can't believe I'm saying my wife doesn't listen, so I'm okay. Ronnie, my sister, if you're listening and you reveal this, <laughs> so my sainted mother-in-law. This is a common. So I'm not going to be in trouble because it's a common story. People in Mars Circle knows this. Now the whole world's going to know, especially people in Brazil. <laughs> so my sainted mother-in-law. She is like Nancy Nazarene, and just the most wonderful lady you will ever meet. Prim and proper. There are certain things she will not say certain words you like like for instance if you go to the store and you're going to buy boneless pieces of chicken it's most likely what is the cut of chicken you're going to get some sort of fillet it's a breast a breast right yes my mother-in-law does not call them chicken breasts she calls them chicken chests because Because her son-in-law has so much chest that she doesn't even know. She's honoring you. So, so anyway, so then, so so Tom Selleck, okay, she makes a dessert that is spectacular that my wife now make my wife makes as well, and it is something you look at it and you gain fifteen pounds. I mean, it is a mountain of sin on a plate, and it's this cake. And you poke holes in it, and they pour like sweet and condensed milk and caramel and chocolate, and there's a topping on it with crunched heat, crunched up Heath bars on it. I mean, it is it is amazing. Okay, it is a fat person. It's a dream. My it dream. is. It is. I mean, that is. You'll be thinking about it tonight as you sleep. The name. No, of- I'll be thinking. I'll be thinking about Tom Selleck. Apparently, I'm the only <laughs> well, one who has it. Now you will because I will connect these two, and you will. It's called Better Than Sex Cake. That's what it's called. This show does not belong on a Christian podcast network. But it's for married people. Well, it's only it a married people be, cake. It won't be any longer. <laughs> no, it's not inappropriate. It's just called that's what they call that's what they her, my her family has is that always like called a national it. like name for this, or is that like your family's No, no, name? I mean her family's all I've never heard of this before until my wife's I'm family introduced it. it to me. So I don't know that don't I would do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Put on your private browser. So she makes this better than sex cakes, right? But my mother-in-law does not call it better than sex cake. She calls it Tom Selleck cake. And I said to her, you know, I'm not sure that's better. It's not, it's <laughs> it's actually worse. So it is a thing. I just yeah. looked it up. See, it's not. It is a thing. I know I've heard yeah. of it. But here is the thing. It's so better than sex cake, also known as the better than Robert Redford cake. Oh, interesting. Or better than best cake is a cake consisting of a chocolate cake mix yep. 
of the maker's choosing, moist center, whipped cream covering the exterior, and Paula Dean featured the dessert on her series. Right. They, but it's got, they poke holes in it and then they pour the sweetened condensed milk and caramel and chocolate and stuff. It's really, really good. Well, but, it looks like Robert but, Redford and Tom Selleck right, have but a she face doesn't call, off. She here, doesn't so. call it better. She doesn't call it better than Tom Selleck cake. She just calls it Tom Selleck cake. So <laughs> we get a real kick out because I had I, a dream. No joke. I had a dream the other night that I was at uh, the, the, you'll you'll really enjoy this. I had a dream that I was at the um, the Trump hotel in D.C. <laughs> in their lobby. Your dreams are so, so the very one at, the one at the old post office pavilion. Yes, yeah, yes, which I've been to one time. Yeah. It's a it's an awesome building, and Tom Selleck Tom Selleck was sitting in a booth talking to some people. That's the oh, only really? thing I remember. Now was this yeah. what was what would this trigger that? I don't know. I'd like to meet Tom Selleck. He's on too. my he's on a he's on a top ten list for me. He's an NRA guy. He's yeah. um. So he's that makes me less likely. Too. Whenever I hear NRA guy now, and I love well, I don't Kansas, know. Th- I love it. I don't that's know. not an. That doesn't. That's like doesn't make me want to see somebody. To, to be fair, I, what does that the, mean? The NRA's reputation has kind of gone downhill a little bit with some of the recent things that have gone on. I I don't. I can't say for certain that he's an NRA guy now. I believe he still sure. is, but I. But, but he's a you know he's a quote conservative. Um, yep. But I really like the guy. I think he's a classy guy. Yeah, he seems like a classy guy yeah. that's kind of you know maintained long career in Hollywood. And are I'm, you guys NRA members? Must, I'm stuck on must, this. Are either of you NRA members? No. I was years ago. Are you now? That's all I, I know. No, I am not. No. Okay. I've not all been. Right. I've, I was only a member for a year, and it was like literally 10 years ago. When I probably when you, were, first, when you were in the Girl Scouts. <laughs> probably when I was in the Girl Scouts, I don't, and I see, learned how to shoot a BB gun. I, I don't remember whose, whose line was it that I don't want to be a club. I don't mean a member of a club, of any club that would have me as a member. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, but so when you went to the post office, but to Trump Hotel, was it Trump Hotel when you went? Or oh was yeah. It the, okay. Yeah. The only th- I've never been to it since it's become the Trump Hotel. Oh, my I, wife's just, I was just was there a year the ago. Okay, my wife's office was across the street from it. It's a okay. fabulous building, and they had some shops, and then it had a whole the whole basement was was an eating area. Um, was a <laughs> I'm food just court. remembering. Of course, you remember the, go, food the bell court, tower. Anyway, the do you remember when Trump in the debate with Hillary the first time he was like, either way, I'm going to Washington like the hotel was open. He's like, either, <laughs> either way, I'll be in Washington. <laughs> That's like my favorite memory of those debates. Can you go up in the bell tower now in in Trump Tower? I, we had we sat at the restaurant for a while. Chrissy got some lobster bisque soup that was insane. And um, uh, Terrence Williams was there, the comedian. Um, just like eating and hanging out. And then we were there for, I don't know, maybe an hour. And while we're sitting there at the table, um, Chrissy goes, cause my back was to the door and she's like, whatever you do, don't turn around right now. So of course, like I turn around, right. you know, and, um, all of Trump's kids were walking in, um, and they went upstairs and kind of sat upstairs at the the balcony area and had some lunch and everything else. And, but like, I mean, almost had like, it looked like, I'm sure there was somebody there, but it looked like no security. There wasn't a posse. It was just them walking in. It looked like they just got done working out or something. And, hmm. you know, we're, we're heading in, hanging out, just, you know, totally normal. So, so I, I don't uh, mean this to be an inappropriate question. Is Ivanka as stunning in person as she is on television? <laughs> she I mean, was actually like a, not with them. Okay. I was going to say, she's actually I like met, a, a classically, I be, classically beautiful type of person i met her the month before two weeks before the election in 2016 when i went to when i went to trump tower and that whole evangelical thing yeah oh yeah so so everyone was in the room hanging out and she came in it was very strange she swept in she came into the room and like steve bannon told us she's coming into the room she comes into the room 
and like shook my hand, shook who I just happened to be near the door, shook a few people's hands and like said hello, waved and then left. It was like very quick. Yeah. It was very weird. But yeah, the whole room paused yeah. and stopped. Wow. <laughs> Everybody stopped. And there's something about her. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, she's not she's not only she's not only obviously beautiful, but I mean, like she she seems to me when she's on television or you see her enter a room that there she has a presence about her. She does something that <clears throat> she does, you know, yeah. electric, very tall. I remember. Oh, her really? I feel like she's tall. I just felt like she was tall. But no, very nice, very graceful, very kind. Mm. She came in, said hello, said hello to everybody and left. Like she made it a point to come in and appear. Mm. They were trying to schmooze these people. Right. And the best part of that meeting, by the way, was that the, one of the hardest people to Trump's face on him was Eric Metaxas in that meeting. Mm. And it's ironic because he's been one of the kindest people towards him in yeah. recent. Yeah. But yeah. in that meeting was actually challenging him to the his word face. sycophant comes to mind. Well, I, Eric is a friend, um, and I don't I see should, eye to I should, eye with no, him on a lot of it. I should be it, fair. I shouldn't say sycophant. I should say sycophantic. I don't. I, I don't agree with ninety percent of the people in the Christian world who are saying things yeah. about Trump. So I mean, I'm I'm on like the outside of that. And I would be probably much closer to. Uh... <laughs> To, oh, Lucas is you know, like, I'll be, your, with... I'll be your bus boy. Like, you're ready to do whatever it takes. <laughs> no, like, I look, I think that um, I think we have a lot of great candidates for 2024. Yeah. And they're, you know, I don't have to have a, a Trump, you know, candidacy for 2024 at all. Uh, I think that there's a lot of really great rising stars and and probably, you know, potentially for the country, maybe some better options, you know, uh, from that standpoint i would not be disappointed if trump you know won a, a 2024 election he's not who but, you're hoping for uh i i you know what i love pompeo i just oh, think that he seems like a really solid statesman i like his his faith um i he just seems put together you know has integrity um and but i think there's some other you know interesting guys that are out there and and some interesting gals as well so did he um, entertain i don't know this did he entertain the election was stolen was that like was he on that train I never heard that kind of language I didn't from either. him. I didn't either. But he, the, what I liked about him is he was one of the guys that he just stood by the administration until the end. And so, you know, obviously there was some criticism again, uh, about Pence, and there's all different perspectives about that, you know, right or wrong. Like the one where he was put in danger? That <laughs> sure. one? By the person sure. who he was... Who he you know, helped look, elect that yeah, one? I mean, you got to remember, I'm an Indiana boy, and we have all sorts of interesting perspectives here. And that's there's some very you know strong in favor of Pence, and some that are you what know, are your, critical. What, what's your take on Pence? I don't have a I don't I don't have an opinion about what happened at the end. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I, I just think that there's too many factors. There's too much like behind the scenes conversation. I think he was in a fairly impossible position, yeah. and I think he did what he felt like he needed to do. And and you know. Uh, I have respect for that. That's my general position on that. Um, I think that there are certain things, you know, I, I think Pence has always kind of played it safe. And that's why he made a good vice president for, you know, for Trump is because it was such a yin and yang, you know, type of situation. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I like I like Pence. I like some of these other guys better for a 2024 okay. candidate. Yeah. So you're well, a Pompeo you know, guy. Was there anybody else on your list? I, I want. I want buddies take. I two. like Christy Nome. I think that you know. Uh, I like Nikki Haley. Okay. Um, I like. Uh, I like the you know. Um, uh, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I think that uh, our the, the Florida governor here is is looking mighty good. You know, I think well, yeah, he's. And, uh, and Trump said he would definitely consider him as a uh, as a running mate if he were to yeah, run. Yeah. I, and I, I mean, look, I love what has come out of the policies in Florida. I think mm. it's just, you know, been really more of what the country needs. And he's strong and he's sticking up for stuff. Um, you know, I prefer a conservative but not angry Mm -hmm. You know, if I could like if I could dial somebody halfway in between Pence and Trump, that would be for me like the ideal candidate. (laughs) And I feel like that, you know, um, somebody like Pompeo is that uh, where he's got a little bit more bite than Pence does. But, you know, he feels like it it feels like he keeps it on the rails, you know, still. So, um, you know, but uh, we'll see. How about you guys? Belly. I. I. I, know, I don't. I know here's coming. my struggle. I know Chris is like Chris know, just loves like coming. to ask just, me a question. He knows it. he's going to get. And I want to hear I'm you trying say to, it out loud. I'm trying to be restrained. So no, I'm not even trying. I I have no opinions about anything anymore. I don't trust anybody. Yeah. So I I will be honest with you. I at this moment, if I never voted again in a presidential election, I'd be fine with that. I mean, that's where I'm at. I'm not saying that will continue. I don't trust anybody. Yeah. I. And and I don't want to be this way, but what I find is that when I see if I go to somebody's Facebook page and the majority of the comments are Biden didn't win the election, this isn't legitimate. I no longer even trust the person who those people are posting on their page. I mean, that's the point that I'm at, because I just like my struggle is that so many of us, nobody on this show. okay, I'm not talking about any of us, but so many of us. And I'm guilty of this in different ways, too. We've exchanged our emotions for truth. We've done the same thing that we accuse the left of doing. And we're marinating in that. And we're loving it. And we're pretending we're not doing it. And it's actually taken a movement that I think had the moral high ground. And it has completely obliterated it. And then after it was obliterated, and then I'll stop my TED Talk, we then stood on the sidelines and and said, no, 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 it's all fake news. The Capitol riot wasn't what you saw. No, none of this is what you saw. No, no, it's just it's all the media being mean to us. And this was all stolen from us. And we've then doubled down on it. And so I I don't really identify with any of it anymore. I for I would hope I mean, listen, I'm going to vote based on a person and I would hope that somebody I'm not going to vote for a Democrat. I don't see that happening ever unless somebody is a Democrat who has policies that I don't find completely antithetical to the gospel but i'm not going to just vote for somebody because they're telling me they believe those things when they've entertained the lies that have actually plunged us into the abyss of where we are right now i'm done right that's all i see i'm i'm with i'm i'm with both of you in a in a couple different ways i'm with billy on the you know what if i never voted again it wouldn't surprise me right I, i would like to not be in that situation right i'm with lucas in the i want to find that can optimistic conservative. Mm-hmm. I want to find the one because that's where my politics are on the right. I want to find the guy who's, who's conservative, right? And I he, do too. And, I and just holds don't trust my principles, Right. And holds my principles, but is also optimistic about it and willing to share. Mm-hmm. And, and this, this word comes with connotations that I don't mean, and it will evangelize on the things that we believe the, the, these, these conservative principles, these American principles, traditional American principles that he, that he see them through too, right, and, yeah. has, and has a record of, of supporting those things. I think that uh, not that this guy is who I would, who I want or who I, who I think should run, but I think somebody that, that 
can come across like this person or these two people without the baggage that they already have is somebody who's got a Ted Cruz type of intellect and a, and a background on. Sorry, concern- I seized a little bit. I know. Sorry. And I know. I know. Because Mrs. Doubtfire, right? But uh, <laughs> that's a other discussion. So, but his, his intellect, his, his background in conservatism pre-Trump. And I think, I think with, and then there's Marco Rubio who's got this, mm-hmm. he kind of has a personality that once you get him going, people start to like. Not that I think that Rubio's the guy. By the way, he's the only person that I actually would vote for. I will yeah. I will throw in Mark, if Marco Rubio. I have always enjoyed him. I'm not saying he's perfect. Right. I think he's been relatively consistent, though. I think so, too. And, and I, I, I could see myself voting for a Marco Rubio. I, I, I know there are things that I have disagreed with him on before, but I could see myself pulling the trigger for him. But, yeah, uh, I don't agree with him on everything. I haven't. There's nothing that's been a deal breaker. Right. Almost everybody else has either disgusted me or disappointed me in the last six months. Right. But but anyway, so there's I we have missed the one candidate. I can't believe we didn't discuss this person. There's one candidate out there that we have all forgotten about. Do you remember who it is? At the U.S. Capitol, I'm Kate Scanlon, EWTN <laughs> News in depth. <laughs> You know, Kate, Kate Scanlon's hatred for Trump ran deep. That was going on while we were at the blaze. Listen, and, you know, I don't know, too. I don't I feel like and maybe I'm wrong, but I do feel like some of the people like us, Chris, who worked in this. You've been in this space way longer than I have, yeah. but like worked for a long time in that in this space around people are more jaded yeah. than people who are newer to coming. Like I remember coming into this meeting, like, it was so exciting to meet all these people. <clears throat> and now I've been through the ringer for 15 years with people. And I'm like, okay. Right. I'm, so I'm like, this reminds me of like, it's basically the same thing that, I mean, this happens everywhere. It happens in churches with pastors. And, mm-hmm. and so people come into the church and at first they're like, Oh, it's the pastor. And I want to, you know, it's like when people first come to my church, they think I'm perfect. I can do no wrong. And, you know, this is this. <laughs> and is then the they pastor, listen to the right? church boys and then like, they listen well. to the church boys and they leave <laughs> um, the you know, actually, we actually have a few members, I think, that listen to the church boys. Okay. On a fairly oh, I'm going to pray so, for them. I'm going to pray. I know. For them. Let's get a yeah. Jane. Yeah, actually, yeah, at least one of my board members listens to the church. Oh, gosh, oh good. The church yeah. is going to be accountable down That's by tomorrow. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't. Yeah, after uh, uh, Chris's uh, family's baking history. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know what? Ask that. Ask that board member. Have you ever had? And ask. Don't. Don't ask. Tom Selleck cake. Tom Selleck cake. Um, the uh, so, but then after a while, like you start seeing all the problems, right. right? And there are, you know, you start realizing that there's faults. And I think that people get, um, I think that we have a tendency to have very little grace for people in leadership. And in management, it doesn't matter if it's CEO of a company, uh, owner of a business, you know, a pastor, a president, or whatever. And like, there's some things certainly that are like really um, total breaches of integrity, like like inciting an insurrection, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, Perhaps. that's yeah. We're not just even a going random right example. <laughs> just, a, um, just a random just one to throw right off there. the top of my head. But I think that there are. Other things that, you know, so you have like these breaches in integrity and then you have other things that I think we just become critical of people. And it's really easy to do from as a spectator or as people that are evaluating this every single day and looking at the news cycle for everything that to like 
I mean, you're constantly evaluating this for things to write about and to look at mm -hmm. based upon their flubs and their mistakes and everything else. So like it's easy. I, it has to be easy to get jaded in that world. And and I, I think it's it's normal, but I think it's something just like in the church or anywhere else that we have to protect our heart to make sure that we are, you know, evaluating somebody fairly and not just based upon, you know, kind of these these, uh, um, you know, from a critical lens. Yeah. Well, you know, we, uh, we give we give these we give these politicians. I'm I'm as guilty as of it as the next guy. A celebrity status, yeah. a celebrity mm -hmm. status they have not earned. The remind see, listen, there's a big difference between Tom Hanks and Ted Cruz, right? I pay to go see Tom Hanks's movies, right? Ted Cruz works for me. And we, we have to get that under control. We have to get under control the fact that these people are not celebrities. They are our employees. You know, I, I think everything you said is true, Lucas. I, I think at the same time, for me, what was interesting was that walking away from having a job where I had to do that mm -hmm. made me more... Like it, it woke me up to, oh my goodness, what is going on with these people? It wasn't while I was doing it that I was jaded. It was after. It's yeah. now that I can like yep. read Justin Bieber headlines all day and and figure out how to cover that where I am. That I that I'm like, wait, what is what is this? And and I think so. Yeah, no, it's true. We have to have grace for people. I think my benchmark is: are people lying and deceiving people? And and if that is happening, I just can't. I'm not saying they're that these people are damned to hell, and I'm going to go and judge them. But but I just can't be part of it. And so I feel like I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know that could change tomorrow. I could be like, I want to go back and work at the blaze again. Like, right. I don't know. I've entertained that at different times. But right now, I'm just like, and I say only the blaze because it's news, well, right? Like working back to news. Interestingly, not because of the interestingly blaze. enough, the blaze has not had that consideration. Yeah, the, bla <laughs> the blaze has not been interested in bringing me back, in interestingly, um, as we know. But, uh, but you know, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think. I think you're right, though. We have to be careful not to like get mired down. I just I didn't even watch Biden this week. I didn't watch it. I frankly barely read about it. He wants to spend a ton of money. Great shocker. Yeah, and he's right. not unifying people. I'm so shocked. Two years yeah. ago, I would have been yeah. glued to that. I would have been glued to it. Yeah. It, well, it's and it's the game. So and okay. So uh, speaking, uh, is our guest close to ready? Do we know? I don't know okay. yet. He's he's a little bit missing in action at the moment. Well, he's probably decided that he wants no part of this disaster. Uh, but well, look, I think these are things these are things that are good to talk about. And Lucas, you're like all in on the politics stuff right now because you you have to be with your book. Well, I've been told it's not a political book by multiple people, which I think is kind of fair and kind of not. Um, how is it? How is it not? Well. It depends on who you talk to. It's theolo It's got theology in it, but it is it is kind of a theology of politics. Is basically right. how I would say it. Right. It's it has in the word in the title. There are three words in the title: the Christian yes. left. Yes. One third of the title is, a, is an adjective. <laughs> one third of the title is a religious word, and one third of the title is well, a political term. It is yes. nothing nothing other than a political term. It's clearly is a political book that isn't necessarily the point of the book though i mean it is but it it, it isn't it, it isn't meant to be about republicans and democrats but it there it is, is political yes. it does get political yeah for sure and i think that i think that politics have a i mean they're deeply influenced by our faith and so yeah. 
you know, and, and I think they should be. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, it's not a Republican or Democrat thing. I mean, when I say progressive theology or, or leftism or something like that, I'm talking about something that started, you know, arguably much, you know, uh, a long time before, you know, even uh, really the nature of Republican and Democrat, you know, conversation that we're having today. So um, but it certainly plays out in that have as you, well. So have you've actually had people like people who have interviewed you who have said, and this is not a political book. I mean, has that been their their stance? Um, I've had some people. I have to be careful about this. Well, I, don't, I'm not, I don't mean to <clears throat> disregard. I, I'm just curious what they're thinking. No, I've, is I've when had they people kind of within our promotion of it that have wanted to state that it's not a political book. Gotcha. And and I think that it is. No, I've not been on an interview show with anybody. I mean, honestly. Christian radio and Christian television has not been as eager to tackle the book as, say, conservative radio has. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've gotten a lot more placement, you know, just did Newsmax this last week. Um, you know, we're getting a lot of placement on, you know, conservative radio across the country. We've done all sorts of markets. Uh, and I'm also getting a lot of political groups that are inviting me in, you know, whether it be GOP groups or uh, you know, various conservative groups that are saying, hey, we want you to come speak on these issues because these things affect elections. And I think that, you know, there's a there's a big strategy there that the left is utilizing uh, to win elections in regards to, um, you know, and how it inter interacts with faith. Right. Um, but, yeah, faith, faith outlets, not that there haven't they haven't signed on board, but they were slower to get on board, I think, because they were afraid of, you know, maybe dealing with the political side of the book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's listen, it's a flammable topic, but an important topic. And, you know, the, the left see has... What, you, wait, we, just, we, do you see what Billy just did right there? Because you, if you're playing with fire, right, you have to be really... It. That's what he's doing. He <laughs> really was to try to do that. But, well, so that next week, we need to focus on your book. I feel like we need to we need to have you as we our should. guest. We should. I'm going to have to record have, late because have I have some, a... a we should, have someone, we should have someone on to talk about Lucas's book. Oh, that'd be fun. Lucas is just gallivanting around America doing interviews. Yeah, so next next week I have the the book comes out on the 4th. And on so Tuesday. I'm doing a book signing on the 4th here locally and expecting a good turnout for that. And then uh, I'm down in Carmel, Indiana, which is a suburb of Indianapolis, uh, on Thursday. Uh, so I'll be able to record afterwards. So are you speaking at these book signings or is it just like a meet and greet kind of thing. I'm still figuring that out to some degree. My preference would be to do Q and a like with a, with a host and that they just kind of, you know, uh, have me up there and that I take questions from the host and then questions from the crowd. I think the book lends itself really well to that kind of environment. The, the one here locally, I am just doing, you know, it's just a signing and kind of celebration and, um, hanging out with people. And then the one in Carmel, I'm actually doing a short talk and, and Q and a afterwards. Are you taking Chrissy with you on these events? So she will be going on some of them, but not all of them. So will, it's, she, uh, will she sign the books for the ones she does go to? <laughs> yes, yes, she will sign them. Yes, and I feel some, like I would rather have her signature on your book. Somebody has to make sure the pawn guy stays in line oh, and that yes, uh, the Doberman a, doesn't eat anybody. Okay, so that's we need we need we need to start the show. And then we need a pond update. I completely forgot. Oh, about I can't the pond. wait. Well, late Chrissy. We'll get an update on that in just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. From the sublime to the ridiculous, but mostly ridiculous. Billy Hollowell. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Chris Field. Bad guy in little coat. 
Let me tell you why I suck. Lucas Miles. I want you to forget what you saw here today. Aw, I've interrupted happy time. The Church Boys. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I hate these guys. So, no word yet from the guest? No word is, yet from the guest. Is there any chance guest. that he is not in the time zone you're assuming that he's in? I mean, it's possible the rapture happened. And, you not, know, it not would not shock not, me if this and, show was left behind. And not, and not, an, there's no way that this, this, that the rapture happened and that guy didn't get left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, and I also see our friend John McGilliard is commenting on Facebook right now, so we know the rapture. Why don't you oh, Why don't you happened. tell him that a friend of his is supposed to be on our show right now? So okay, I mean, so listen. Do I need to know the background? This particular friend, he just flo- he goes with the flow, and you got to go with his he flow. Does. And listen, but anyway, we'll, I want to hear about Lake Chrissy. We'd love to have him on, and if he calls in, he will come on forthwith. I just right. looked really but fast asked, at your hat, Chris, and I thought it said KFC, and I was like, okay with it. <laughs> I see now, though. It doesn't say it doesn't KFC. Say KFC no. okay. uh, I don't know if that says a statement about him or a statement about it's you. Both. It says a statement about both. So Lake Chrissy, did Chrissy yes. drown you in it yet? Chrissy's not does, drowned me in the lake yet, but water. it is not done yet either. Does it have How wa- long does, it does it have water? take to do this? It's a big lake. It's a big lake. <laughs> it's like it's going from a pond lake. to a lake. <laughs> How's the sidewalls have stayed intact. How's Doug? Doug. Doug? Doug is struggling a little bit. Is he? I don't think bus. that Doug fully has his mind wrapped around how to finish the fountain. I mean, like, like, like how to put water in it or make like make the fountain work? Well, like how to build sort of the 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 waterfall mound, everything else. Wait, you and, guys have a uh, waterfall? Yeah, there's going to be a waterfall. Of course there is. There's a waterfall. So now here, to be fair to Doug, from my my memory of the conversation with the lovely and gracious Chrissy Miles, is that Doug, I don't remember Doug ever proclaiming himself to be a water fountain, waterfall guy. I think that he said he was a pond guy. I don't which, even know if he would which say now, he's a pond. But now, but now thinking about it. Because there are I, no pond guys. But, yeah, what, oh. what, what, but thinking about it, I think that, I don't think he was lying, but I think when he said pond guy, I think he meant, oh, I can dig a hole. <laughs> I, I thought this was going to be stagnant water. It went from stagnant water in a puddle-like atmosphere no, like you to a waterfall. And like, <laughs> like wombats and stuff snorkel. in that. I mean, Are you guys going to snorkel in this? Like what? You're going to barrel over the waterfall? Why is there a waterfall now in this? Okay, so the waterfall keeps the water moving and it helps circulate it so that it goes through filtration and right, everything and else. Kills, oh, so you're going to filter kills the, the fi- water. And kills the fish. It'll it'll have a little bit of a filter to it, mm-hmm. and um and yeah, and it actually protects the fish from things like uh, large birds and raccoons. Yeah, but and it stuff. doesn't protect them from the filter itself, which now means we you're have going like to have a, there's like a goldfish there's a membrane salsa. that protects them from getting sucked a up in there. Membrane. Wait a minute. I, this is also this is getting stupid weirder. that I can't even understand. Is there it's, any it's like, chance? It's not stupid, but it is. Is there any chance Mrs. Miles is available? <laughs> For clarification, because this is really a membrane. I'd like to know what a membrane is. I'm Let not me exactly send her the sure. link. I'm not exactly sure what. 
I'm not exactly I, sure you I, realize what you've gotten yourself into. No, it's well, like it's like they didn't sleep for four days second. and they one started second. planning right. how they what they were going to do. He, I just don't he's, understand. He's on, the, he's on the phone now. I he's mean, on, I don't, I don't. Frankly, I don't care. This is out of control. A waterfall, highly entertaining, and a, and a fountain, and a fountain, and the fact that this project has taken longer. Than a renovation at my house of an entire garage turning Which into house? a family room. Which house? Oh, shut up. <laughs> the estate. I told my wife you called it the estate. Um, and she got a kick out of it. You know, I haven't been to the estate. We're going tomorrow. And actually, you know who's arriving at the estate who's on that? Saturday with her family is Sarah Rivette. No. You've Sarah allowed, Rivette but you've allowed this? Arri- you've allowed we this? Are, we have allowed it. They are arriving, the entire gang, on Saturday to spend the is night it safe to assu- Is it safe to assume that this was Andrea's idea? This was Sarah's idea. Oh, of course, naturally. <laughs> I think <laughs> so, we have another person we need to call. So we've we, invited We might her. have a guest stopping by here momentarily if they can figure this out. <laughs> well, she I'd like to know what the membrane is. This guest, is. That's is, this the guest, part. is this guest having Oh, wait, we have a guest coming in. Hold on, I see somebody's coming into the green room. Let's see, we have to see who this... Who this is? I have a feeling could be one of two people. It could be one of two people. Now we're gonna have to wait and see. I don't. I don't have a clear visual yet on this person. They're they're walking into the green room as we speak right now. Um, so we, while we're waiting for them, we I see them fanfare? coming. I gotta get the fanfare up. You gotta get the fanfare. There you go. Tell me when. Tell me when to hit the fanfare. Well, we don't. We oh. don't. So there's a message of my browser OS blocking my cam. My browser's blocking my camera. What? Well, that's that's fine. The audio can still work, right? Okay. No, because it won't. It won't let me put our guest in, Lucas. Well, in microphone. My my oh. browser is blocking my camera. What? Well, is is this person using? No Chrome? wonder you have so many technical it's difficulties. An Android. <laughs> it's an Android phone. Oh, oh, interesting. See if she could download the Chrome browser. Or he, what? whoever this guest might or be. Or he. It could be related to... Well, I would assume that this individual can hear us right now. Doesn't oh, yes. Hear. I would assume, too. So, downloading the Chrome... We're getting... Oh, wow. Okay, we're... We're getting, we're getting text. So, there's... Uh, they're they're going to make an attempt here. It's the walking technical difficulty. Are you listening? This, sh- <laughs> this show... I am recording all of this. So... Because we're recording the show. I mean, I don't know what to tell you people. It's fine. Um, All right. So there's a membrane that will protect fish from Sharknado. I don't know. It's more of like a fabric. It's like a fabric. No, that sounds even more ridiculous. What does that even mean? What? There's a fabric. It's a fabric. She's in Chrome. He's in Chrome. She's in Chrome. He or she is in Chrome. So uh, does Chrome work for this? I'm using Chrome right now. Chrome is the best option for this. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And she's, so, she's on her phone? Tell her to yeah. try to go back in. Um, <laughs> while we wait for our intrepid guest, I will tell you that we had a bunch of other stuff to talk about, and we ended up talking about Lake Chrissy, which where, I'm here for. Where is... How, and we I don't have a serious conversation in like four weeks of this show. <laughs> no, we have not, because we it's every week con- it's an update. We had a serious conversation last week. We did. I don't remember what it was, Weren't but I remember there being... Billy's, one of Billy's boyfriends. Yes. Oh, right. my friend, Craig. Yes. yes. Right. The, uh, the, the king the of dancer. editing. What? The dancer. The guy from uh, yes. Dances with the Stars. Right. Right. 
so stupid. Um, the, well, the, we are going to be having more guests on this show, which is exciting, right, which the, I am excited about. We and might I think, even have two today. We don't know yet. If either so one of them can figure out I'm the technology. Gonna say this. It's a grab bag today here. I'm going to say voice. this. I'm going to say this because yeah. I think it's important. And I'm going to say it because then it will happen. Uh, but Abby Johnson is going to return, and we're going to be doing something special. I'm not going to say what it is with our show. Do we have any fanfare for her, Abby Johnson? When she, do we have well, fanfare? When she comes Chris, on. Play fanfare. Play well, it. I know, we play will fanfare. play the fanfare for when the guest is here. And you just it play it very we just said, When we say Abby's name, we need to play it. What was that, a 911 call? No, that was something else. Just a second. Here's what we can play for Abby. Remember the um, awkward transition music? Where is it? At, you're the worst host ever. No, it wasn't that one. That sounds like that a one. murder scene. That's Abby. That's that's our Abby. So say say her name again. What is it? Who was it? Abby Johnson. There we go. Does that work? I don't know. Uh, okay. Is reserved so for entrance. I'll give her the fanfare when she shows up. All right. Fine. We're doing something with her though. That's gonna be exciting. And. We are going to be having Kevin Sorbo on the show coming up very soon here, too. Oh, so we've nice. got a lot of exciting, and we've got other people coming, too. But those are, the Abby thing is going to be fun. And I feel like Lucas Miles, I know, Lucas, you're going to be coming up on Abby's show, too, on her Politely oh, Rude yeah, podcast. I, do that, uh, I think I do that on Monday. You're the caboose of every one of her seasons. I'm pretty sure you're the end of her season. But she does seasons? Show. Yes. What does that yeah. even mean? Like, she, like, records... It's so taxing to record episodes. Well, you bet you take a little break them. in between, right? And you and you re and you do things. You record. You promote the old episodes. You know, That's how it works in the here, podcast world. Here, here, no, no. See, if you're going to, we don't even do this for not even not for a living. We do this for not any money. In fact, we do this at a net cost to the three of us. Although I will tell you, we like to hear our voices. And well, everyone people, else. The people clearly. love us. Well, especially love us. when we break into Portuguese. All right. So, but, but, so late Chrissy. Well, let's let the person who's Lake paid Chrissy. for it can't bother to do a show every week. Is that what I'm hearing? Wait, also, no. It's you package it into twelve to fifteen episode seasons, and then people get <laughs> well, excited that the show is coming right, back. This isn't this a is serial. Settle down a little bit and just let her do her thing. I know. Well, you can address it with her. She'll probably blame me for it. You can address it. I shall bring it up. Go eat some cake here. and come but back. Lucas is always the caboose of her seasons. He was the caboose of the season caboose one. Of a lot of things, and I have Wait. a feeling he'll be the caboose of season two. So now, when you Save say season, so you do she do she records like twelve, she fifteen does. episodes. She, she, <laughs> she records does. like twelve or fifteen she episodes. It, you know, takes a little nap, a little vacation, and then comes back and records another twelve to fifteen more. It's not yeah. like twelve season of episodes in a year. It's I think she'd season, do a million 12. episodes in a week if you let her. I Why think not? she would have no problem. Why not? With that. Do she that. used to do two a week. Build, build a build a listening base and just hold on to it. Okay. Why don't you do that? advice for her later on. All right. All right. So the bottom line here is that we're going to pause late, Chrissy. The bottom line is we have two incompetent potential guests who are in, <laughs> apparently incapable of using modern technology. Well, so Ke I thought you were talking about Kevin Sorbo, but he I he'll be he, on, and well, that'll be, be for that way. That'll be really fun, and we could talk politics with Kevin. Yes. Oh, that could. Do we have a date for him? Uh, we do actually. Our date for Kevin, uh, I believe, is actually next week. So he'll be. It'll be the sixth, I, I believe. Oh, I thought that Abby was next week. Of course. Well, I don't Abby has to travel next week now, so we've had to. Oh, like, well, princess, we wouldn't want to mess up her schedule. Or something. I hope she like literally cuts you. So she's if, gonna if, knock wait, you if out if when she yeah. sees you in person. If he's gonna be the caboose of her next season. 
and we're doing this fun recording with her that's something special, how is that going to impact her next season, and when will her next well, season start? Well, there are things that happen in between seasons sometimes. Oh, wait a minute. So wait a minute. Seasons. We've got a guest in the green room. Hold on. All right. Hold on. <laughs> wait. Tell me when to play the fanfare. Tell me when to play the fanfare. Put on the music. Hey. Yay, she's here. That's quite the right. introduction. <laughs> it is. Now, okay, Chrissy Miles, welcome to the show. We, Thank I, you. Okay, Lucas has described Lake Chrissy as a thing that has, I'm just going to give you the words that he's talking about. It it has a waterfall. It has not yet. a fountain. Not it yet. will it has, have a waterfall. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have, a, have a waterfall yet. Yes, I've but said it will also have trouble. It will also have, quote, a membrane. Can you describe what he means by a membrane? I know exactly what he means. We would win the, uh, what is it, the dating game or whatever that is. Because we could get all of these answers correct. It's going to have a membrane that stretches across the water that prevents birds from getting the fish. And it also prevents leaves from falling into the pond. So Okay, he so, made it about a bacterial protection. No, I did not say bacterial protection. No, so he, made about the about he made it about else. the filter that so, the, the fish were going to get caught in the filter so because there's a there membrane. There is a net over the top, a net. And then we also have like a fabric that's going to go around the pump that's going to act as a filter. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so wait, okay. The net over the top of the pond, is it going to be like just right above the water? Or are you like encasing this entire pond and pond experience <laughs> inside essentially a cage that has Like net. a biodome. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> a biodome. What, is that what this is? Actually, love... we're just moving the pond in the basement where the fish are currently located. I love the you guys farm. We're starting a tilapia farm in the basement. You love the birds so much, but not enough to let them eat the fish. Right. One year, he ate all my fish. <laughs> what we kind of bird was like it? Fish. What kind of bird was this that you had eating your fish? I don't know. In fact, the verdict is still out on whether or not it was a fish, or excuse me, a bird or a raccoon. Or but I did find a fish carcass on top of the shed. And so I do believe it was a bird. You have very few raccoons on tops of sheds. Was that one of our fish's car carcasses on top of the shed? Carcass. Yeah, it was on top of the shed a few summers Carcass? ago. Is it Karka? Yeah, I was curious. I was actually curious about that. I was so okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you this something similar that Lucas has. We have discussed just before you came on. This Doug fellow. Is it possible? Just giving him some grace. With all of the things that are going on, that Doug wasn't lying to you about when he says like I'm a pawn guy because. He said, I'm a pond guy. He never said, I'm a fountain and or waterfall guy. He didn't this, is, this is true. Is this it is also true. possible? He, never, he did never. Yeah, he never said, I'm a fountain guy okay. or a waterfall guy. So, he said, I'm a pond guy. Okay, is it also possible that when he said, I'm a pond guy, that what he was thinking, we have to have him, perhaps we could get him on and ask for clarification. <laughs> is it possible that he was thinking, I can dig a hole. Is that part? That's is it not only possible? That is actually very likely. Okay, so the, like, are you guys clarification asking for too much? That that's where we are now. Uh, uh, All I have to you, say is that the pond is actually looking pretty good. So we are. We've not seen Doug good. in a few days. We so. haven't seen Doug in a few days. He hasn't been back. But he it's could have fallen in. 
He probably his truck's been parked out front for a is, while. Is the pond looking good better now, looking good now because of work you have done on it? No. Oh, no. I, I have refused to do any work on the pond There's since a surprise. I'm And up, you know so... I've refused to do work no, on the pond. Naturally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't even like hold your own cup up. You have no. somebody else be That's the right. second hand That's when you right. sip. <laughs> Doug does have a very interesting work ethic in that he's he's extremely creative. So he'll come up with an idea and he'll say, "Hey, can I have a little bit more money to do this, 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 and that?" Right. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hmm, that wasn't really part of the original agreement, but it sounds like a good idea. Why not?" So meanwhile, he's like at the casino right now, right. like loving it. You know, I <laughs> maybe I, I have a, fember, a member of my family who's extremely creative. Uh, she happens to be seven. And most of her creativity is unicorns and rainbows and, you know, you know, mermaids. Is no, it, dog is, is like landscape it's like that kind of, creative. Oh, so it's not like he's like living in land and make-believe kind of creative where he's just. No. These things obviously aren't going to work. That's what he oh, told okay. me the other day. He said, before Lucas talked to me, I was having a hard time getting the vision for this waterfall. He said, but now I've got it in my head. So, that's because of you, not Lucas. So, what did I'm, you say, Lucas? Were you like threatening to him? Like, get this figured out, man, or I'm going to be. Just put a membrane in. Just put the you. membrane across. The... <laughs> Doug, if you don't finish this, I'm going to bury you in that I hole would, you dug. I think that I'm very, I'm very kind to the people that work on our yard. The people that help. So he doesn't have to do the stuff in the yard. Uh, yeah, because here's the deal. If I scare them off, that means I have to do it. No, no. That just oh, means yeah. you have to interview new people to do your work. <laughs> no, more like if he scares them off, I have to exactly. do it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Either way, it's in my best interest to make sure they stay around. Well, Chrissy, we're going to need regular updates on when is this project? Will this be done before the 2024 election? <laughs> I suspect that it will be done by Memorial Day. Oh, That's okay. 2021? No. Well, yes, 2021. Okay. Sorry. Chrissy, yes. do you have, we, uh, we took a moment uh, at the start of the show to talk about uh, presidential picks oh, yeah. for 2024. Good question. Good question. Ooh, yeah. who's, who's on your radar here? I. I wouldn't be surprised if Trump threw his name in the hat again. I think that is in quite within the realm of his personality to do so. Would that be your preference? Um, would that be your preference? I don't know. It depends on who else comes forward. I don't think it would be great for the country. I think it'd be really rough. Uh, I, I I don't think I don't think it would be good for the country. But um, you know, I could see a Ron DeSantis. Um, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe a Tim Scott kind of guy, perhaps. There's there's a lot of good candidates, I think. What I forgot you, about Tim Scott. What are you looking yeah. for, what are you looking for in a candidate? Um, I personally well, I, I don't look so much in characteristics of a candidate as much as I look in policy. So I'm looking for somebody who will continue to push back on this socialist uh, leftist Marxist agenda that is sweeping through pretty much every aspect of our society. And I'm pretty concerned about the national debt. I think that's a big, big issue. So, okay, so I, I think whoever it is has to tackle that. Like, cause that's yeah. ignored. like, I feel like we've all just ignored it. Yeah. Like it was okay, already so being ignored. Point. And then for like, for the last five years, nobody talked about Let it. Me, either yeah. So this is a point. This is something I was going to bring up at the beginning of the show. When we were talking about you, you mentioned um, Biden's speech the other night. I and on so it was on Wednesday night. So Thursday morning or Wednesday, whatever. This discussion about his one point nine trillion dollar family's first plan or whatever, and these other things he wants to spend money on. If the budget deficit and the federal debt 
if if the federal if the debt is an existential crisis for the United States, which I would I would say that it is. Why is that now suddenly considered an existential threat? Because I, for me, it always has been. But if, if it is an existential threat, if it is to me the number one threat to American society, if it is, why were we? Why were so many people who say that now so pro-Trump when he doubled the debt in the last year or year and a half and ran on, campaigned on in 2016 the idea that more debt is good and that increasing the federal debt would actually be a good thing? That's well, because part of part of the issue has to be related to what you're spending the debt on, right? If you're going to sell your house, then are you willing to put $10,000 on your credit card in order to make it marketable, right? And so you're justifying part of the debt thinking that there's going to be an opportunity to gain back what we have, you know, maybe gone into the hole for a little bit. And I think that was part of the thought process is if we're investing in our military, if we're investing in, uh, you know, some of these other programs that are going to bring more money you know and revenue back into the country within a certain window of time then if we were to continue those policies then it could be worth it but going into debt for debt's sake or consumer debt from that standpoint is never a great idea which is what the biden administration is pushing for and that's the real problem well they're not they're not yeah. going into it for going into debt for debt's sake they're going into it thinking that because they believe in modern monetary theory i mean which is a whole another discussion right so they have a different understanding of how debt gets taken care of but still over the last year year and a half most of that time donald trump was president this existential debt up threat of the debt doubled well part of that a good chunk of that was COVID, though too like i would imagine which is there and this is where you get into but this even really before but even before then his spending yes 100 spending but, was out of control 100 percent. he was he has never been fiscally... and not just and trump isn't the only one at fault no, on every that. Republican stopped talking about it. So that that's right. true. But Absolutely. but the covid stuff, this is where you get into that really weird conversation of how much of that was needed, how much of it wasn't right. like you, know, you talk about the small business stuff. Nobody wants to be spending that money. But you do kind of have a point where you say, OK, like maybe some of this is needed. I don't know. I'm not yeah. an expert on it, but I, I think it is an interesting conversation. That's different from what Biden's doing, though. And way sense. different. Yeah, it's very different. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a They're lot. Of, listen, it. there was a lot of waste and a lot of stuff that didn't need to be in these COVID packages. They were signed sure. by both Trump oh, sure. and and Biden, right? I, yeah. I was for at least the initial, you know, payments to families to help cover some bills because direct and, aid to and, businesses and aid to businesses because that is the same thing as eminent domain, right? You took away the business, you they must be made whole. That I agree with, but there was so much stuff. In not just the the COVID relief that that Biden signed, but in others, the stuff that was, that was signed by uh, Trump as well, that there was wasteful, that was s- simply big government agenda stuff that they tied 100%. that they tied to the relief for businesses and individuals. A hundred percent. That's all sure. of Biden's stuff, though. Like ninety percent. It, it right. may have been currently forty outside of COVID stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Like the majority of the stuff he's talking about. You know, and listen, I think if people could come up with a paid leave program that didn't add debt, if it was something you paid into, if it was like an insurance policy or something, I don't know. Like, I don't know why people aren't creative with these things. I do think it's an interesting argument and discussion to have, you know, making it easier for families who have kids to figure out how they're going to work. Okay, but that's your responsibility, A. But B, if there's a cheap way to do it that people could pay into, I don't have a problem with it. But, yeah, but see, but, there but you're, getting, you're getting into the Social Security argument, right? 
that, that well, we're just going to pay this people before their re, for their retirement. There is no social security trust fund. There, mm-hmm. there, there is no money there. If you go to the social security vault, it's full of IOUs. There is exactly. no money. There. All of that money has been spent. And the same thing would happen with what you're talking about, Billy. The yes. money is, you know, we contribute this. Well, who's going to hold on to it? Well, the federal government will. Well, what, what are they going to do with it? Well, we're going to put it in a lockbox. Well, it's not well, going to talking up more in a about like box. private options. I'm talking more about like a private. I mean, look at you can get cancer insurance. There's a million insurance well, you can policies. Get those you things. Can get that what, isn't that what like Aflac and these other things are? There's yeah, I mean, I just stuff. I wonder like, is there a world in which that you could pay into an insurance policy that gives you one or two leaves, right? Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that you have like a, a limited amount on it. You pay five dollars a month, and at some point you can use it for three months. Or I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, there could be a creative option. There are plenty of them for other issues, yeah. right? All sure. of all of my backup plans are in uh, pie. <laughs> just gonna eat yourself into oblivion so speaking of dessert, i love it chrissy miles gave a good response yeah to, it's a very good you, it's a very Chris. fair you, answer you, I you don't, guys clearly uh, got the uh the worst miles as the regular co-host on this I, uh, now listen don't, don't get me wrong it was a great answer right she's full of baloney right but she's it's still a great answer <laughs> She's gonna yeah. drown you in. Like, I, know, I don't try. That's not, what's gonna happen. Gonna, you know why? Do you know why I can be... mess with her right now? Because she's approximately two thousand miles from where I'm currently sitting. <laughs> well, Chris, I just want to point out she's not in the house where I am, oh, so dear. she could be closer to you than you realize. Oh, she's she's left. <laughs> you, oh, are you traveling she's left, right she's now? Left you again. No, I'm not. I'm at Jamie's house. So oh, we had the, a roommate is that the for a while. Who takes care and of she your just yard? out. And uh, so it's another interesting character in the life of Miles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys need a reality show. We tried. <laughs> Miles away. I remember. We tried this. really hard. It's, We're it's gonna, gonna relaunch back. this. Sucker. Yeah, it's gonna happen again. You should relaunch this sucker. Yeah. I mean, Lucas is a cartoon all on his own, so you could have a really good show with <laughs> should, a cartoon built. We should in. ask. We should ask your wife about the dessert we talked about earlier. Have I you ever? Think- I don't think, think she'll you, know about it. Okay. Have you ever heard of, and I'm, we're not meaning to be inappropriate here. It was part of a discussion. Have you ever heard of better than sex cake? Well, I've heard of the drink, so I'm assuming that it's probably what? connected, right? No, isn't isn't the, the drink I'm thinking of, not that I don't drink, but it's sex on the beach. Well, I think there's a better than sex drink oh, too, I right? I, I An alcoholic beverage? I, I wouldn't know. Chris has never had a sip of alcohol. <laughs> I've, I've never in done his the alcohol life. thing. Did you know this? Never had a sip of alcohol in his I life. I have not. Good. I'm not to be trusted. Yeah. You're like Donald Trump. Yeah, just yeah. like, just like, <laughs> just um, like. So the reason that we, you'll get a kick out of this. The reason that we brought up, I brought up better than sex cake is that I have my sainted mother-in-law, um, just one of the greatest women you will ever meet. She she does not say certain words. Like, <laughs> she's, instead of saying chicken breasts, she says chicken chests, those kinds of things, right? So, better than sex cake is a dessert that my wife introduced me to, the, the cake, the dessert. And so, it is apparently a family recipe, and it's not just her family, it's it's a nationwide, I mean, Lucas looked it up. But she, but... <laughs> My wife's mother will not say better than sex cake. She just calls it Tom Selleck cake. <laughs> Do you think that that is better or worse? Chrissy's repulsed. <laughs> it's 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 kind of like what my mother-in-law does. She oh also oh will not call real words uh, what they are. She has her own made-up version of words. You want to give us some examples? I'd have to approve that by Lucas first. <laughs> 
Would you like to give us some examples? Uh, this is I'm <laughs> saying approval. The best example is her made-up word for fart, which is fart. Fart. And that is somehow better than fart. So do you, do you not think, farted. Do you think it's possible? Do you think it's and I say this because I just was working with some teenagers last night and this kid who's 18 years old and we're playing cards. He goes, we should play goldfish. Said, What's goldfish? He goes, you know, do you have three? And I'm like, no, go fish, not goldfish. Do you think <laughs> it's possible that your, that your lovely, wonderful mother-in-law who put up with so much for 18 years, <laughs> is it possible that she just doesn't realize that the word is actually fart? Oh, no, she realizes. No, she knows. She's a very smart woman, but she just doesn't like to say the word. So it now is a furt. Okay. Chrissy Chrissy is married to a furt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's another example? Another example? Gosh. Uh, well, um, there's some family secrets that you just can't give away. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, Chrissy Miles, you are going to have to come back again because we need our weekly pond update. So we'll be bothering you yeah. again very, very, very soon. Is the that okay? Anytime, any gentlemen. Anytime. The pond scam. <laughs> All right, we'll Lucas. See you. Lucas, you married. You married up. You sure did. You, I mean, you outkicked your coverage, is what you did. <laughs> so uh, I love. I love that late Chrissy had a very strong appearance on this show for the did. third week in a row. She was great. When did we start calling it Lake Chrissy? When did that happen? I Last... think that it was a today thing. No, I, I think I referred to it as that a week or two ago, oh. but we just really got it going today. So I think Lake Chrissy. So Chrissy. our um, other our other potential guest had a little snafu this evening. So I heard did a horse, from them. Did a horse get out? Was it a furt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm furted. I'm furted. I'm furted in my pants. Is that for? Is that for real? Like your mother? Your mother? Is, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. She she and she'll get mad if somebody says fart. So your mom is a saint because she put up with you. There is yes, no other absolutely. word to describe that. Poor well, I was woman. the least problematic of the three miles children. No one, wait, wait. Do you no have siblings? Blew. Oh, I have an older have, brother and a younger sister. You tell, if you'd have put a gun to my head, I'd have said you were a, an only child. Well, I oh yeah, you of, have all the hallmarks yeah. of those psychotic Abs only children. Should I I'm see if I get child, my sister so on the that. show? <laughs> so uh, yes, how, you should get your sister on the show. Now, how what are what are the age differences? You and so your my sister's sibling. five and a half years younger than me. Okay, and my brother is three years older than me. All right. Hold, please. Talk See, amongst I, yourselves. I would have never. I would have never guessed. Not only that he no. was a, a, had siblings, I would certainly not guess that he's a middle child. Well, he is not middle child material. I'm not only child material at all. Oh either. no, 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 no! You're not. <laughs> you're not entitled at all. I am kind of. <laughs> um, but I will tell you. You know, it's not. It's not being entitled. It's no, demanding what is owed right. you yourself. It's totally. Are different. you? Are you? I missed that because I was trying to call my sister. Are you a only child? Me? Billy is. Yeah. How Billy do you is. not know this? I don't remember. I only listen to like friend. half you say. Speaking You're a of terrible friend today. Speaking of parents that we should get on the show. <laughs> oh no, no. Oh We've no. We've not gotten a call from Billy's mom in a we while. Have, no, we haven't. We haven't heard from Laurel lately, and we might have to. I have to. I do. We we do have our weekly Sunday evening phone calls. I should. Call <laughs> so it. awkward. Um, Tim Scott, your wife brought up Tim Scott, yeah. who I had sent a story about, but I forgot about him as an option for yeah. president. He didn't like sort of show up in my mind when I was thinking that through. 
He he's an interesting guy. I've had he him is. on my podcast before. We should get him on this podcast, like a real podcast. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> to talk about my pond. You know who we should get on here is Jamie Herrera Bueller, who I think you'd have an in, you'd both have an interesting conversation with. Oh, we should have her on. She's the one who talked about the. Um, she's the one the right. She yeah. was hiding in the phone call and all that stuff. That I had her, her on my podcast, okay. and it became a thing because she revealed I, I, during. I told you it would be, and, and no, Chris no, was no, right. No, no. I don't know if my, I know. So, who the, remind me who this is. She's a congresswoman. Okay. And she was one of the ones who Washington. voted to, in Washington. She voted to impeach. She voted to impeach in the House. And she's a Republican. Now, she's got a great personal story. She, like, her baby was, is the only baby to in the utero to survive this condition, like, in history. The doctor sold her to abort. She didn't. While she was a congresswoman, this happened. Right. She got a great personal testimony. Very strong believer. Really nice person. So she comes on my podcast and starts talking about the phone call that went on, um, one of the phone calls that went on during the insurrection or whatever we want to call it, the, the incident, the January 6th riot. Yeah. Okay. The attempted bizarre coup, um, <laughs> that event. Um, so she, she basically made news on my podcast and like Fox news Sunday ran the podcast segment yeah. and like, it, and it was, yeah, it was a thing. It was a thing. It was yeah. interesting. Do you, so want, anyway. do you want to tell him what the phone call thing was? People listening so, to this might not know. It was McCar. It was McCarthy. Right. She's talking with Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. So he told her that as as this was going on, he's barricaded in his office, and Trump is calling him, and not calling him to be like, "Are you okay?" This is like while it's actively happening, right. demanding that he continue to delay the vote, that he participate, and apparently McCarthy tells him to basically. F off what yeah. the, like curses at him. Like what mm. is wrong with you? And so she reveals this and he has confirmed that this phone covers apparently from what I've seen is confirmed or at least alluded to the, that this is all true. Right. And so she reveals this detail that shocks and I'm just like listening to her and I, I mean, it was shocking to me and I wrote about it, but people were like, oh my gosh, this Congresswoman is out there like boldly. And she took a lot of heat. She and before, before she came on your show, the, the rumor of this phone call yes. having happened was yes. out there, but it, it kind of gone to the wayside because people were like, we can't confirm it. We don't know. And nobody she believed could, it was true. Right. Let's and then she honest. comes, right. Nobody on the right believed it was true and nobody on the left could confirm it. And then she comes on your show and your, flat out your edify it. show and goes, and he's like, what? And she's like, and she was on the phone during this calling the white house saying, right. get him on TV right now. He needs to get on TV yeah. right now. And she voted for Trump. Right. She voted for him in November and by January voted to impeach him. It's yeah, crazy. It anyway, um, I'm I'm working on another guest right now too. By the way, so <laughs> oh so I mean I can't help but make news, guys. I apologize. Right. We should, but we need to bring some. Con- I think we should bring. I mean, I will feel bad for the Congress people who come on this show. Oh yeah, but oh, we terrible. Should, we we terrible. should get Ruby. We should get Rubio on. Yeah, here. anybody who would like to end their career, invite them on here. <laughs> uh, Kitzinger, that's another one. I've been interacting with his people about coming on. Oh yeah, he's and he's an interesting cat because he's he's an anti-Trump guy. He he is. The two of them voted for, to impeach, and so and that, that's what was so interesting Biden about Jamie. rally with the two of you guys. But see, that's what was so interesting. <laughs> a, a She's like, I voted for him. I voted for him. I didn't want to do. I didn't want it to go this way. It's. I think you'd find her compelling, Lucas. Even though you'd I don't be think like. I would. <laughs> So, okay, speaking of Biden rally, you mentioned Biden rally. Did you watch any of the, not State of the Union, address to a joint session of Congress? 
that the that State of the Union, you mean? Right. Basically, is, this, is, it, is a non-State of the Union. I State watched Union. a couple clips of it. I didn't see did the whole at, thing. Did you see I did the watch audience? the whole Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Mike Lindell uh, interview, though. Oh, I didn't. Saw, I did not see that. I should have pulled clips. Wait, that. he was on. I knew he was on. He was on Kimmel last night. I knew he was going to be on. I didn't know he had been on. Okay. Yeah, it was. You know what? Kimmel was, you know, pretty rough on him. But uh, Lindell, Lindell did fine. So you was know, he rough I, on I him, like, like rude to him, or rough on him, like asking tough questions and put him in awkward uh, situations? He would say, like he said, like Mike, I'm worried about you. I feel yeah. like that coke and everything that you did when right. you were and younger, like, got but, like, your that's brain. Kimmel, right? That's he does that with anybody. He would do that with Elton John. I mean, that's yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. So no, it wasn't like, um, and he brought out like a Lindell impersonator to talk to Mike Lindell, like that was kind of you know, oh, I mean, man. it was frustrating, but like. Um, I thought, was I it thought, frustrating because we're siding with Mike Lindell? It was frustrating because Jimmy Kimmel is kind of annoying sometimes. Well, because yeah. Jimmy Kimmel um, is annoying yeah. all the time. But I'm just, yeah. I think that, it, to, I, I was going to add to that, that I think that although like it would be frustrating watching this, um, probably on either side, I was glad that there was a conversation. Okay. And I, I thought it was respectable that he gave Mike, I mean, Mike was able to share the gospel a little bit. He was able to kind of share part of like his his kind of transformation. And Mike like just was he was calm. He was laughing at himself and laughing about stuff. It was actually like a good look for him and things. Oh, good. Do you see me freeze faced? Yeah. Yeah. OK, here's why. Because Do we have <laughs> when, a guest on. No, but I heard you say that he shared the gospel. And this is what makes me uncomfortable. I'm glad the gospel was shared. I'm not glad that most of the people who heard it were probably like, this raging lunatic right now just shared something that's probably also fake. Well, it depends on how, but it depends on the context, right? I mean, it was, did he, was he coming across as a loon during the show? No, I, I didn't feel like there was anything. I mean, if anybody watched that and go, this guy's a Christian nationalist, there wasn't anything. He was, oh, he was, was it the election clear. was stolen and I'm suing because he, it, that was not the center point of the conversation. I mean, okay. of course, you know, of course, Kimmel kept bringing that up and trying to get him to address it. Um, but he, he really was, I felt like that he was kept coming back to look, this is not a Republican or Democrat thing. People have come to me because they knew I was in a position where I had opportunity to approach the president. And I, you know, people, you know, I had influence with people because of the, the company that I own and everything else. And they were bringing this data to me. I've seen this data, and it at least is something that people should look at. Hold on, you know? we have another oh, guest. Oh, oh, Do we have another the, guest? Oh, who is in the green room? Oh, wait, let me get the like, get in the fanfare. Just, just a minute. Get the okay. fanfare music. Before we bring the, hold on, before we bring the guest in, I'm not saying he was being a raging lunatic. I didn't see any of it. My so, concern. Was uh, let me that. ask this: What was the reason for his being on? I think Kimmel invited him. But I mean, for for to discuss a certain topic, to, to you know, to. Um, Gaslight him, I think. I mean, I think that was the deal. All right. All right. Yeah. We All right. Well, we are going to get some clips for that next week, maybe. Fan yeah, bear? I would love to hear that. And it's good he should And I don't think gospel. this guest has a ton of time. So, All right. I'm, so here All here right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> That's our guest fanfare. Welcome, Hannah Miles. Or Hannah Peru, rather. I'm a little. <laughs> yes. Hannah Wait, Miles I, Peru. This I'm is actually a terrified right now. You this should be so exciting. So this am I on the bottom next to you in your view? Yes. Okay, so above me, the chubby guy here is Chris. 
and this other chubby guy over here is Billy. The fat, the fat, the fat one is I Billy. Really I'm just the chubby. One. All right. Do you do you hear what they're like to me? Do you hear this? So. Um, I have so many questions for you, like how you survived childhood with Lou. I have like a million <laughs> questions for Chris, you. He was Chris, just on gonna, like five minutes ago. Too, I'm going to so. toss to Chris first, though, because I Chris will really have a good some... one. I told today already. Oh gosh, I can only. Okay, <laughs> so in an attempt to get Miles in trouble within 30 seconds of you being on, he told a story. He told us that your mother, okay. your sainted, lovely, wonderful mother, who put up with so much. That she has words she won't say because we we're talking about my mother-in-law. Like she won't say the word fart, and instead says fart. Is yes. that is that accurate? And are there other yes. things that you could possibly embarrass your mother about, but more importantly, could perhaps embarrass Lucas with? <laughs> <laughs> Would you Man, believe we're you a top one hundred news commentary show? Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Um, yeah. Fert, uh, fiddle Smurf. Um, okay, wait, wait, what's Fiddle Smurf? Uh, oh my stars instead of anything else. <laughs> what is um, Fiddle Smurf? Wait, I need whatever to she needs it to be. <laughs> like it's when something doesn't work out. It's, it's like not saying an F bomb. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is amazing. So, what is the most embarrassing thing that you, you mean can tell oh us my about? Stars. Oh my stars. <laughs> oh my star. Oh Fiddle Smurf. What is the yes. most embarrassing thing you could tell us about Lucas? Let's just go there. <laughs> okay, so this one I just told today. Um, oh, gosh. So it must have been God just preparing me for this moment. Right, yes. Um, so could Lucas only be. and I, when we were kids sitting in the church pews, um, he used I used to put my feet on the back of the pew, and he would tell me, Hannah, get your feet down. If you put your feet up at the top of the pew... Like that, you're putting the sins back in the person in front of you. <laughs> so for years, as a little sibling, he swears he didn't do it. But for years, like he's five and a half years older than me, I looked up for him for everything, um, and and he he would tell me that I was going to put the sins back. What chapter of Good God is so, this? Can you? Thankfully, the Lord saved him. He's, you know, grace pastor. We're doing all right, but it's in the bonus chapter. That way. Do so, you go to his church? No, but she doesn't live in my state. Oh, okay. okay. So she's in she's in Colorado. Oh, all right. So she's high right now. So <laughs> yes. has yes. has has Lucas. Always been a major disappointment, or is it mostly recently? <laughs> oh, she's freezing. Oh, she froze. <laughs> she can't stop laughing. Um, oh. um, well, okay, so... That was an Elsa sighting. So my dad used to tell him um, he was... An... Oh. Um, so he, your dad used to tell him what? Oh, did you lose? Yeah, say that again. He lost yeah. you. I thought you said he was they a fiddle smurf. No. <laughs> no, they would assume that he was just going to work at a gas station his whole life. He didn't have, like, the That's same a true story. In school that everyone else had. I was a terrible student. <laughs> that was like the threat. So, <laughs> my chemistry teacher, here we go. My chemistry teacher hated me. 
only because I was Luke's sister. I loved chemistry. <laughs> I really liked it. But because I came after Lucas, she already marked me off as like, nope, you're failing. So <laughs> Lucas, come to find out, used to cut chemistry class and go down and get Pop-Tarts. Like he would just sit and eat Pop-Tarts during chemistry, I guess. Go down to the gas station, get donuts during school the gas station again the theme the theme is very ironic <laughs> i was trying to apply yes, for a station. job yes. <laughs> hey is elsa there is elsa there Who, who's elsa is elsa, elsa there? Is here yeah does she want to say hi she's trying to figure this out <laughs> she's like what is happening why why is this happening so, um no i've lost oh was Chrissy ever one of your Elsa. teachers? Oh, there's hello, Elsa. Elsa. Lucas is many me. Hey, Elsa, how's it going? <laughs> so cute. <laughs> <laughs> she is usually not shy. You are on. Look, you're on live television. <laughs> <laughs> Would you please communicate to her that this is an audio you medium? Have any good Lucas stories. You want to tell I a story about me? Why we were on the couch watching this show and he kept. Furting. <laughs> furting. Furting. He was furting. 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 Let's, let's this was right. a terrible idea. This, this should be the commercial for the Christian left. <laughs> buy my book. Buy my, buy my book. And come. Because my this is going to be the only uh, source of income he has because after this, that church board is going to throw him out. I love Elsa, that this went, have a conversation. This went from an episode oh, of Promise to an episode of Even More Promise because it's just a roast of Lucas. Um, all right. What is the most obnoxious habit that Lucas has? Like the thing that made you either disgusted or, or very annoyed? I think Elsa just said it. <laughs> oh, she's frozen. That's all the time. <laughs> Divine providence. Right. Well, this show is one of my favorites, actually. I'm actually oh, not. God. You know what? I it's actually feel like we should each be roasted now. <laughs> we should have our guests stand us up more often. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so. As we round out to the end of this disaster, I want to say to both of you that Chris has not been roasted. If you think about it, la last well, week I was roasted. My entire life is an embarrassment. I <laughs> was roasted. Lucas was roasted today. Where are Chris's but family here, but here's members? The thing. We had Ronnie on. We did have. Well, she didn't actually. She was after the show. It was. So, oh, it was after the show. But here's here's the deal. Let's call my her. entire life is an embarrassment. I have, well, now two friends, and they are both here. So that's as an <laughs> What more? What mother embarrassment could you ask for? Whenever I describe the show, I'm like, oh, yeah, my co-hosts are Billy Hallwell and Chris Fields. And I always get, oh, that guy. That's all that that's all that people say afterwards. What does that even mean? Oh, I'm just I think the, the easiest way to describe the show is three guys busting each other's chops. And, you know, but anyway, whatever. Your sister so. is awesome. Who's? Well, but actually, both of you have very cool well, sisters. I'm going a little crazy here. She does seem nice. She seems nice. Now, how and is, is Elsa an only child? No, there's uh, there's two others. So oh, Elsa's a middle as well, okay. and Elsa is like a mini me. She's and how old is she? she and I, how old is Elsa? Oh, oh, don't ask me that question. I was no she idea. named after the cartoon character? 
Uh, I think she was named before the cartoon character. Oh, okay. I think so. Yeah. Um. <coughs> so yeah, she her she's got an older brother who's a couple years older than her, and then a younger sister that is actually like probably two ish. You're clueless. I'm terrible with kids' ages. We have a lot of nieces and nephews, and I can't like I don't I just don't remember I barely remember how old I am. So, so but you other, remember how many books you've read all year and who your, wrote them? Your other and... sibling, a, a, allegedly a male, does he have? Is he married? Have kids? What's his situation? My brother. Yeah. No, my brother is not married right now, but does have kids. Okay. And yes. then what about now is Chrissy, is she now here? I'm gun to my head. I'm going to guess she does have siblings and that she's the oldest. She is the oldest. Mm-hmm. She, well, that's Chrissy's got an interesting family tree. Okay. Well, she, she does have siblings, siblings. <clears throat> Chrissy grew up as the oldest child. Okay. And then discovered through, um, uh, not 23 and me, but the other thing, ancestry.com that she had an older brother. Oh, really? And her dad did not even know about the older brother. That happened to my father. Yes. Billy and I talked about that. Yes. So um, basically when he was in high school, uh, his girlfriend had gotten pregnant. Her parents moved her away without telling him. Mm. And he just just thought she was moving. You know, he was like 16. And... uh, um, so literally we just found that out like a ye- maybe two years ago. Do they have a relationship now? He came here and lived with us for a while and, um, she talks to him every now and then he probably is a little closer with her other sister just because of proximity. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it was a pretty wild. Whole I, was, deal. I was waiting for, I was waiting for Luke. Billy goes I have Billy, the, I have Billy the kit. Yeah, I have the kit, but I'm afraid to do it because I don't even want to know. My I, mom told me I couldn't do it after that happened because she, yeah. she didn't want to know anything about my so dad. My <laughs> Billy asked, does she still keep in touch? And I was just waiting for Lucas to go, actually, Doug discovered his bones. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason we're digging a pond. We're digging another hole. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I should do my kit. I've had it upstairs for a year. I will and I never do one, it. ever. I will never, ever do one. Yeah, because you're afraid the government's going to track you. But there are I don't want anybody that. having any of my information, but I, and I certainly don't want to get bad news. <laughs> I don't really mind bad news. I'm right. accustomed to it. Right. But I will say, I will say that it would be I, – I know I don't have a sibling out there, but it right. would be fascinating to see, like, what other things you don't know right. about – Right, the fact that – Like that you're part orangutan. I was going to say that he's 25% manatee, but I'm like, we already know. <laughs> you beat me to it. Oh, Son of a you know. All right, well. I'm done. I'm so done. The stupidest show, show in America. What a show. Yeah, that's – it was enlightening. It was – I it bet. Was, it was something. Can't wait till the can't wait till the Twitter follow up on this one. <laughs> Lucas's entire brood shows up. The Church Boys. So let's use brain cells before we post things on the internet. Thanks. Oh, idiot. <laughs>